Hey everybody, welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. I am Joy Ann Reed. You look fabulous. Thank you. I'm all dolled up because I have an event to go to. Oh. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that in just a moment. We will. But you look amazing. So, you know, I have our pimp cups here, finally. The pimp cups are fabulous. We'll take a picture and put them on our social so you all can see, but they are actually glass goblets. <laughs> yours, I think mine is a leopard and yours is a tiger. Yeah. They're nice, though, fabulous. right? Fabulous. they fabulous? Click. Clink, clink, clink. It's very Jackie Reed. Oh, girl. Let me, I've you had have these for years. They're beautiful. And I've never used them. And I was like, let me bring these in yeah. for Read This, Read That. Hello. We're going to get a picture with these. Yeah, these we have are to. super cute. These are so nice. Very I didn't cute. have a third for the guests, but the paper cup. The, uh, They'll be fine. Cup is glittery. They'll be fine. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. So, what's going on, girl? Give me your wine down. What's happening since you got your wine? Your rose. Sorry. We're Should we say what we're with... drinking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what well, are we drinking? We'll come back to that. Oh, okay. You talk about your wine down because you were on Wendy Williams this week. I was on Wendy Williams. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, It was so Hi-o. fun. So you know our <laughs> our play cousin Chris Witherspoon <laughs> does go on there all the time. So big up to Chris, um, who was giving me all the pep talks of life uh, to go on there, and my friend Paul Porter, who's also my other pep oh, talk friend. Paul. We love Paul. Yeah, so, that voice. So yes, that uh, fabulous yeah, voice. Right. Um, so went on Wendy Williams. This was actually officially kind of my first thing I'm doing for the book. We went on there because we were trying to get in there before she goes on hiatus. Ah. So we got a nice little bookie mention for the man who sold America, which we love. Uh, and I got to do hot topics, which was fun. Cute. Very cute. Like very different. And Wendy was super nice. We had a great time. Her team is lovely. I, you know, I'm always shocked when anybody knows who I am. I'm honest with you. But she was like, I watch your show. And I was like, yeah. You live in a cave. I love Wendy. Everybody loves you, and everybody knows who you are. I love it. You're a rock star in politics. And I have to say, before you went over to Wendy, I bumped into you over here at 30 Rock because you were with your fabulous new stylist. Yes, Donovan. And you were uh, trying on outfits. Yes. What did you end up wearing? So I I wound up wearing the jumpsuit. Okay, so let me just tell you, look at God. This is the look at God moment. (laughs) So we had just did our little prior to, you know, get ourselves right with Jesus to make sure that we were going to all, everything was going to work in our favor. Donovan had brought, like, lots of shoes, lots of outfits, lots of options. We then just prodigiously run into Jackie Reed, who is a fashion plate and a fashion queen. (laughs) So, and she's like, I was wearing jumpsuit number two, which I'm going to wear tonight, by the way, the black and white jumpsuit that Uh you saw. And then you saw that beautiful blue, the dark blue jumpsuit. You were like, that's the one. But we were like, it needs to be steamed. And hemmed. And hemmed because it was too long. It was about four inches too long. We did not know. Miss Jackie Reed knows everything. She was like, right in the building, go downstairs. They will steam it for you and ham it in an hour. We were like, what? You can wear this. Honey, we went down there and they did that stuff in an hour. They hemmed it and steamed it, put it together. Donovan threw a cute little leopard belt around it. I had my little leopard uh, Christian Louboutins on. Mm. Honey. Very cute. I did not get to see it today because I was working. I recorded um, it. I'll send you a copy. Oh, please do. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. But I saw your pictures on social media. Yes, it was fun. And I could tell you where the blue because I, but I just saw the top. I you didn't see an the outfit top. picture. It's got a whole, I'm going to send you an outfit picture. It's, did I had you a post belt. outfit pictures? I think, did I post outfit Girl, pictures? Girl, come on now. All that work. That's a good question. You need an OOTD. Mm. <laughs> outfit of the day, Girl. Outfit of the day. I did have some full length shots, which I will show you. Please. And the shoes are super cute. So it was really fun. And you know what's so funny? I followed it. And then we went to 
the People Magazine book party. And, oh, I saw those pictures, which too. Which was super fun with another little flouncy, cute little pink dress. I saw that. Super cute. And then I went to the um, uh, HarperCollins book party. And at these two parties between... The first and the second between the People Magazine party and the HarperCollins one. Girl, I met Blondie, Debbie Harry, the original Blondie. Wow. And Rakim. And Hanukkah. Check my melody. Rakim. I mean, it was nice. it was like so I was starstruck, like boom. We didn't starstruck again, like boom. So Color it's been a- me, uh, 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 baby. I forget the words. Follow me, knock, knock. I mean, that's the, the original. <laughs> Call me, call me, any, any time. Call me, call me, call me, and she was so nice, and she took pictures and it, with me. It she was so good. fun. Looking good. Looks really good. Real looking cute. She mm-hmm. did. Love her. One of the first white girls out there to do a little rap. Who was doing a little rap, remember? And you get mm-hmm. in your car, and you drive real far, yeah. and you drive all night until you see the light. Okay, yeah. yes, you know she used to do that. Yeah. She did a little thing. And Rakim, of course, you know, rap god Rakim, yeah. who was at the other party. So it was really fun. And then today, I finished off the fabulousness. I watched the Wendy Williams show this morning. And guess what I had for lunch today? An impossible burger. Hello. Hello. How's your tummy? My tummy is feeling good. I think then I'm going to be like four pounds lighter once Whatever. I Whatever. You need to give it up. <laughs> it's really tasty. I have to say I'm going to give Where'd it to you. Where did you get it from? I ordered it from a place called, I think it was called Big Bills, Big Ben's or something like that. It's a place I'd never heard of, but they had delicious is French fries. Here Not Bill's. Building? No, okay. no, a different place. I'm going to have to get you the name of it because it was really Seriously? good. Oh. The fries were really tasty. And I was like Chubby Charlie's or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> yes. But let, let's talk about you, my dear. What's going on with you? Well, I'll tell you what my wind down is. Yes. My wind down is that I am collaborating with your children behind your back. What? Say their names because we are getting on top of you and your health. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Let me tell y'all about what happened, <laughs> la- what happened last week. Your we- wind down supposed to be about you. Whatever. It is about me okay. spending time in the infirmary at 30 Rock. <laughs> we were on our way. The reason why we didn't have a podcast last week. Let me drink. Because we were on our way here. Bless our producer, Nina's heart. She's here ready to go last week. <laughs> and she's like, where are you guys? And I'm like, oh, we're in the infirmary. Because we, uh, we are literally like down the hall from the studio. And Miss Joanne starts having... <gasps> Just pains <laughs> and can't walk, can't breathe. So we were like, okay, what is it? It was me and Alexis, and we were like, what is going on? So there's an infirmary in 30 Rock where they have doctors on standby. Um, so we rush her in the elevator up there, and we, you know, they usually make you sign in. We're like, no, <laughs> we ain't signing We shit. need to see a doctor now. <laughs> So we go in there, Joy in, she's screaming as they try to get her to sit down. It it was a lot of pain that she was in, and we were terrified. So they did an EKG. Turns out, because we were thinking, is she having a heart attack? Is she having a stroke? What's going on? So it turns out it was none of the above. Yeah. Turns out that our little Joanne <laughs> had been working out a little too hard. A little hard. Lifting weights that were like, what, 50 pounds <laughs> no, each in your heart. 20. Overdid 20. it. People who've been watching my Instagram know I've been trying to get healthy. So I've been trying uh, to exercise. But I kind of overdid it just a little bit. On healthy? Like the... Were you trying to get healthy or were you trying to get thin? I'm trying to get thin. Yeah. I'm trying to, get, trying to get Let's just keep it real. I'm trying yeah, to get skinny. That's why I'm eating an Impossible Burger. But yeah, so I, I lifted some weights that I, I had just been doing cardio. Oh and I said, God. let me add some weight 
months. And back when I was skinnier, I used to have a trainer. So I was like, I'll just do the same routine that I used to do. The weights were a little too heavy, and I pulled. I must have pulled muscles across my chest. Tore muscles. Tore muscles because it hurt to breathe. It hurt to walk, and it just got increasingly bad over the course of the day. Yeah. To the point where every step was like it was like knives stabbing me in my chest. It was yeah. really bad. Well, I of course. <laughs> the story is my life is putting my foot in my mouth um, or making some kind of faux pas. So I called Joanne a couple of days ago <laughs> just to see if she's okay. And um, her daughter answered the phone, but I didn't realize it was her daughter. So I said, hey, girl, how you feeling? Are you okay? I just called to check on you. And she said, what do you mean check on me? I said, who is this? And she said, who it was? And I was like, oh. She was like, well, what was wrong? I was like, oh, we had to take, you know, we had to. I said, I was calling to see what happened with your mom because you know how she's feeling. She's fine. She's been fine. I said, she didn't tell you we had to take her to the infirmary? She was having chest pains? I swear I thought she was in tears. She was like, what? She was like, what? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was like. And then she came up and yelled at me. Well, she said, let me tell you, you know, that child will get mighty on you. She, she was can. Like, oh, I'm going to go and yell at her right now. And I said, you know what? We'll double team her. I'll yell at her in the office, and you, and did, you yell and at her no, at home. you called and yelled at me on the phone, too. <laughs> it's out of control. She, and then so Jackie recalls me, like, don't ever make me, like, you think that you told your family about your health problems. Why you better did tell you them. not tell your family? It, it was over. Your entire family. It, I didn't tell anybody. It was over. <laughs> I'm like, I'm calling my mom. Mom, I broke a nail today. <laughs> I got a paper cut again. <laughs> you need to know. You need to know. I need to I need Band-Aid. Yes, and well, so My of course. My poor boyfriend is like, oh, <laughs> <No>. God. <laughs> what now? That's that's Jason, too. He's like, come on. Oh, God. You're always sick. But this was major. You had to have EKGs. It was we crazy, had to basically, right? we were on each side. My Alexis, poor Alexis and I, we were on either side of you, helping you hobble down the hall. And those you of you who walk. know Alexis is my um, my um, social media producer, who you see on the after party after yes. the show. Yes, well, you we don't love see her. her, you hear her. Yeah. Because she's the one who runs our, our Facebook lives and everything like that. So, yeah, so we were just, she happened to be walking with me. And every step, it was just getting worse and worse. Worse, and I was like, at one point, I kind of felt like I was gonna pass out. Did you think you were having a heart attack? I didn't know what. All I knew was I was starting to feel faint because you know sometimes pain can make you feel dizzy. Yeah, yeah. it was so, and it was so weird because it just kind of got worse and worse and worse, and then it got really bad. Oh well, the thing that astonished me was after it was all over, and they said you were fine, and they gave you some medicine, and they wanted you to go and just, you know, recline and take it easy. You were like, well, let's go do the podcast. <laughs> I was like, what? Jackie was like, are you at your damn mind You were now? like, I got to do Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> I was like, are you on crack? What are you? No, you're going home to rest. Game over Lawrence today. O'Donnell. Is Chris O'Donnell an actor? Oh, Chris O'Donnell was a, uh, Batman. Oh, Batman. He was. Uh, was I could go be in Batman. He might have been Robin. He was, was he Robin? Robin? I want to be yeah. in Batman. No, wait, I'm sorry. Not Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence. You were doing. I was supposed to be on Lawrence. No, you were on Oh, I was Chris Matthews. Matthews. You mixed them together into one man. I made, I morphed you, them into <laughs> one into person. <laughs> It's the wine. Like Voltron. It's the goblet of it's, wine. It's which a I'm huge done. goblet of wine. It's not a glass. It's it is a, a goblet. goblet. It's like a pimp cup, just to be real. <laughs> right? It's kind of pimp cup-ish. <laughs> Jackie's doing a dance right now. You can't see it. It's amazing, though. I know it's really cute. I love the glasses. Is, this the crip? This is, like is it the crip? Are you doing a crip walk? Yes, the crip walk. <laughs> Remember when people got mad at Serena Williams for doing the crip walk? She won a match, and they were like, 
while she doing that ghetto dance. It's wants. like that lady a billionaire now. Leave her alone. She owns Reddit. Uh, Leave her alone. No, she does. <laughs> she does. Her man through her man. And don't you love her man? Like reaching, joining uh, Facebook pages to learn how to do his daughter's kinky hair. Oh, is that what he's doing? Yes. He's they're adorable. He was like, y'all are probably gonna kick me off, but please know I'm here just to learn how Aww. to do my daughter's hair. They are so cute. So cute together. They really are. They're 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 as cute as Harry and Meghan. The other adorable swirl couple. That's why they're BFFs. That's why they're BFFs, because they I both like it. found their little princes. Swirly. Swirls. Swirls. They're swirl, so cute. Swirl. And their kids are cute. I mean, I can't wait to see what the, the royal baby looks like, because I feel like I wanted to be black with red hair. It's like my dream. <laughs> cannot, it's my dream. I cannot wait to see Little these red baby. dreads. Oh, the red dread. <laughs> if he is a red dread, I'll move to England and become I a British subject. I would love it. I will be a British subject if he's a red dread, because that would be the bomb. Okay, now, I don't know even know how to pronounce this uh, oh, the wine, wine that we're drinking. drinking. It's a rosé. But let me just say this, that it comes from Wines by Moselle. You know, he is our wine god. Yes. And if you go to winesbymoselle.com and use the promo code READ mm-hmm. uh, for 15% off your three-month subscription. And Wine Church is where you'll be going when you go to winesbymoselle.com. Oh. It's an educational wine home delivery service created by Moselle Watson, the wine god. Each month, the wine god will send you four bottles of wine mm. along with a personalized Wine sermon, tasting notes, and food recommendations to help you understand wine and identify your palate. Yummy. I don't have details on the wine for this week, but it's a yummy rosé. Do you love it? I do love it, right? Okay. Do you like a rosé? I'm not a huge rosé fan. If it's going to be red, I like it to be just a red. You like so, a red or yeah. a champagne? Or a champagne You're or right. a Prosecco. You're a classy chick. I'm class. All class. Classy. All class. Classy, bitch. But this isn't bad. <laughs> and a goblet. <laughs> I'm happy to have a goblet full of any kind of wine. <laughs> I know. Me Honestly. Too. Me too. Well, let's ask our engineer of the day to step out. Yeah, we Because we're going to... Go. He is on season six. We applaud Catching you up. for getting that far. And we will send Nina Much to better. get you. We're, we, we are no longer ashamed of you because before we were really angry. Because he was like on one. We he were hadn't enraged. even gotten to the red wedding. He's never even gotten, I mean, we were saying red wedding. He's like, what? He's like, like okay, get out. Sport. Okay, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Take, yeah. take your phone. Gotta go. Take everything. Gotta go. Oh, I love Walk when away. this happened. No, I'm just <laughs> Okay, we kicked our engineer out because he, he really is not. We can't. Good. No sport. I don't He's know how gone. you avoid it at this point. I okay. Don't know. So last week, because you were on the DL, we could not talk about. <laughs> I was on my deathbed. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Oh my what God. did you think of the series finale? The same thing. So after the series, I did text Miss Jackie Reed because we both experienced this thing of being at home watching Game of Thrones and needing someone to yell at it yes, with. We did. We thank God that you're there because a lot of my friends don't watch it or aren't caught up to it. And yeah. people, so my cousin. Is and so I always know that I can walk in dead and Game of Thrones, I can immediately react without having to be on Twitter. I'm always there, and because Jackie is always there, we both are going through the same thing. And <laughs> you actually hated it as much as I did. I hated it, hated it, hated every second of it. As a matter of fact, the last two episodes, I hated both. I did too. I did too. I mean, what a way to end such an epic show that became one of the biggest. Uh, you know, pop culture moments, this whole series, and you just ruin it with the ending. I mean, the thing that's so infuriating about Game of Thrones, remember there was a, there was a Twitter thing where it was like encapsulate Game of Thrones in one sentence. I messed mine up a little bit. If I had, if I could rewrite that tweet, Mm -hmm. what I would write is what Game of Thrones is about is a, is a man, Ned Stark, 
decides to go to Westeros thinking if he does the right thing, things will all work out. Right. His daughter's lives get completely ruined. Yeah. He puts the, his ent- that decision puts his entire family in danger. Entire family in danger. Right. So he ruins his, he loses his head, puts his entire family in danger. His family negotiates over seven seasons with the evil Lannisters thinking they can somehow make a deal. You tweeted this? No, I did, but I capsulated it a little bit better. Okay. But in the end, women try to save humanity. Women collectively try to save the world, but in the end, the men decide to just let the dude who didn't do shit rule the Seven Kingdoms. Well, what was interesting with Game of Thrones is you remember early on in uh, in early seasons, they had issues from women's rights organizations totally. saying that it was very sexist. Rapey. Rapey. You know, when Sansa Stark, that season when she was raped, people Ridiculous. were outraged with the way that it was handled, right? Yeah. Um, but then just with the, the nudity and the way women were being exploited. So I saw in the second half of this series, right, once we got past the Sansa Stark moment, um, they tried to correct that yes. with the way that they were handling women and their stories. Especially right? Arya Stark. Especially Arya, even Sansa, right? Yes, she they made just her step wrote, up. Right, they definitely did. And with uh, Daenerys. Yes. Definitely. We saw these strong, Girl power. powerful, smart yes. women. Um, but it's just like they ruined that all mm-hmm. in the final two episodes. What it made it seem like to me was Game of Thrones started out, as much as I love the series, being like, that dude in high school that didn't get dates, living, uh, being in the basement, writing <laughs> stories that basically make all the popular girls look like bitches and having them have rape fantasies. Never, yep. Right? Yep. Then it moved into, you know what? Let me grow up a little bit and give these girls some agency. But in the end, nah, let nah, me just, I'm going we'll back make that, that one crazy. Right. We'll make that one Dora the Explorer. We'll make that one run back up north and get just what she started with. Because right. Uh, Which Sansa is nothing. just got with nothing. Right. You're the queen of nothing. Right. And we'll just let the men handle this. Right. I it mean, was ridiculous. For for Danny, first of all, and I had an issue with this with the episode before, with her losing her mind all of the sudden. Like that, she's and, crazy. And and now she's dead. I, I mean, that could have been handled so much yes. better. You know, and then Bran, of all people, now Bran, who's basically been catatonic for most of the, <laughs> you know, since he yeah. became the third eyed raven, yeah. now all of a sudden now he's he fit to make it. jokes and have yes. regular conversations. Where's Dragon? You know, I'll find, maybe I yeah. can find him. <laughs> and look, why do you think I came this far? It's like, right. oh, bitch, so that means you've been pretending right. to be the useless oracle all this time because your ass knew you were going to get the throne. Hello. You're as bad as they're saying Daenerys. It's funny. I had problems with Daenerys over time because I didn't like the sort of white savior queen of the brown people theme of her. I didn't like her story being all the brown people can only go to glory through her. That annoyed me. It would have annoyed me, but she had the dragons. But she had the dragons. But the problem was there was no reason to in two episodes make her go from power woman to crazy lady. Right. There was nothing that showed she was going to be crazy. And I knew she and John Stark would have to clash over the throne. Right. But I thought it would be a legitimate fight over the throne because they both have a claim to it. Instead, they're just like, he just decided, I'm going to listen to these men and stab this lady for no reason. And they killed Masandai for no, no reason. reason. No reason. Let me tell you, I wrote an alternate ending. Okay. Let me tell you what should have happened. Let's hear it. Okay. So let's say Daenerys is flying with her dragons. She's mm-hmm. on Dragon, the la- the last remaining dragon, as we saw. Mm-hmm. She's flying around. She's burning in innocent people, and then she sees what she's doing. She gets low enough and realizes, like she's built. She burned a group of children, right? And she sees this, and she comes to her senses, and she's like, "I've lost it. I'm losing it. Let me stop." So she pulls up from burning those people. She goes straight for the tower where Cersei is, yes. right? 
She burns down that tire, that um, entire tower. Mm-hmm. Cersei doesn't die, but Danny flies away, right? Mm-hmm. Cersei doesn't die. Jamie gets in there in time to save her. Mm-hmm. And as he's leading her out, he rips off his face. He is actually Arya Stark, ah! and he stabs. So Arya stabs, right? Danny, so, so you know, so they still take over the kingdom, right? John Stark goes back. Danny is back at, you know, wherever they were and with the dragon. She says, you know what? I realize that I am not fit to do this. I'm going to go with the Dothraki and over and I'm going to we're going to start new. You can come with me or you can stay. He could say, Ick, you're my aunt. I'm not going. Right. She leaves with the dragon. They're gone. Yes. Right. Our, uh, Sansa is the new leader of the Seven Kingdoms. Yes! Bran is her hand. Yes! Arya is her other hand. Yes! Tyrion is the third hand. Or Arya could be the head of the of, um, the, of the King's Guard. Well, Bri- Brienne is oh, that. Brienne is Brienne that. Is That's that. true. Brienne That's true. is even That's true. The, yeah. So see? This is how it happened. This is and how it And the women form that council. Yes! The, the, the way that the show started... Yes. Started with Sansa Stark believing in love and believing she found her prince. The only ending in my mind that made sense was Sansa on the throne. Right. That was the ending because Arya doesn't want to be queen. She made that very clear. So I get not putting her on the boat, even though she deserved it because she She killed the Night King. I understand you can't make um, 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 Daenerys Daenerys. into the queen because she'd be the queen of ashes after what she did. Realize that and let her go with the Dothraki, like you said. That your ending is dope. Right. That would be a dope ending. That is the ending. Everyone would have cheered. And you have women ruling all around the seven damn kingdoms. HBO, give me my money. Get your check. Give me my money. Yeah. Girl. And when Arya, when, when the faceless one ripped. Ooh. Right. Right. Girl. That's the way that shit should have ended. That would have been yes. like, what? That would have been like dope. Now, that would have been an amazing ending. It would have been amazing. And it would have made sense because after all Sansa has gone through. Yeah. To go back and be the queen in the north is useless. What? And then she's like, he can't even make kids. And they're like, that's fine. It's a recipe for chaos. What happens when that little useless kid dies? All he does, you know the future. Yes. Why didn't you help? Right. You let you let Hodor die. You, for nothing. For nothing. You let all these people die. You let poor little Reek die for you, defending you, knowing you were just going for the throne, and you knew that. Yeah. Oracle kid. Theon. Come on. You let Theon Greyjoy die. You let everybody die. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay, you let Lady Mormont die. What? For Come what? On, for what? They died for you, kid? Kid, right. you're not even central to the story. Like, what do you think I came all this way for? Uh, what? We thought you came all this way because you knew right. that John was not a bastard and you were going to tell everybody that. Thank that you. was your purpose in life. You served it. And you, you don't need to be on telling that information. And what difference did it make? What difference did it make? Not Tyrion, one. it ruined his life. You ruined everyone's lives. I'm telling Why you. Why does he? And then they're, they're acting like he's some great benevolent king. This dude's been the most manipulative of all from what they're saying. And then, like he I knew. said, he's been in and out of consciousness. Saying he didn't want to know. He didn't want no king. Kingdom. Remember, he when, didn't want to be a lord. During episode three, when the big battle was going on, where was he? Where, where was he? he? In the, sitting cl- around, in the clouds, sitting with around, his eyes rolled in the back, floating of his head. around, being the three. I'm the three-eyed raven. I'm the three. Shut up. So what happens when you have to make decisions? Are I'm the three-eyed gonna... raven. I'm the three-eyed raven. <laughs> right. Go away. Where's the dragon? I'm a three-eyed raven. We maybe hate I'll you. find him. Like, oh, it's gonna be okay. They're gonna go find Dragon. Poor Dragon. Maybe there'll be a sequel, and Arya will just come back and stab him. Well, here's here's the silver lining of it all. This is, is there one? Yeah. This is what gives me comfort. 
So George R. R. Martin, who wrote the the books that this yes. is based on, is the and the the series surpassed what he had written. Right. He's still writing. And what yes. he said after the ending was yes. what I write will probably not and more than likely will not be how the show ended. Thank you, Jesus. So there is a chance yes. that he could correct all of this. He could write your ending. Yes, he could. Maybe he listened. We should send him this podcast. Girl. Because your ending is empowering. Right. And the thing that challenged me about Game of Thrones, as much as I did love it, it Westworld has kind of the same issue. Yeah, it does. But you, it, has a, it has a combination of really empowered women yeah. and this sort of teenage boy version of victimizing women for their pleasure to watch. Right. There's a very teenage boy in the basement quality to these shows. Why is this even happening? And so it's like they're neat. So it shows you two things. <clears throat> One, there need to be more women in these writers' rooms. Yeah. And there need to be more people of color because their treatment of people of color on Game of Thrones was terrible. Yeah. They it never was. understood how to write the non white characters. They treated that there was the one allusion to racism in the North when the people in the North mistreated the Dothraki and were yeah. racist toward them. Yeah. So there were hints of it, but they never had enough to meet people of color in that room. You could tell it was written by a bunch of white guys. That's why Masande, Masande, whatever her what name is. What she died for? I mean, what she died for? And what she roast that little girl for? Right. All of this that's happened. She knew the future. She's dealing with the the, the god, the, the you know, the, the fire god or whatever. Right. Uh, the, the Lord of Light. So these people all have foreknowledge. Why are they letting people I die? I can't. To, for that kid to become the king? And then trying to make it, well, who has the greatest story? Not him. Not he him. He fell out a window. Not Bran. Bran does not have the greatest story. Sansa does. If it's all about stories, who's had the more important, more, you know, more sort of rich story arc than Sansa? Yeah. Even Arya's story arc is incredible. One of those two should have been on the throne. Absolutely. Or just put Danny on the throne and let the Mad Queen be on the throne. And then you have a new reason to have a sequel, because if she is going to be the Mad Queen, put her on the throne. Right. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But I like the fact that she realizes, uh, listen, I'm not fit. Even Imagine she's come all this way and the growth that it would have taken for her to make that decision to yeah. walk away. Yes. Right? And then if John didn't want it, he says, well, I don't want to be king. And they look at Sansa and go, you are the rightful she's the queen. One. And, and she, how is Tyrion the one that's making all these decisions? In handcuffs. Since when people listen to him? Uh, what? That's, the, none of this makes sense. So a Lannister chooses the king? Right. How does that make sense? Even the way they killed Cersei... You going to you know what um, uh, Jamie Lannister reminded me of Scatman Crothers in The Shining, when Scatman what? was home, he had gone home. Right. The boy starts channeling. He travels all the way back to Colorado just to go hello and die. Yeah. Jamie was Scatman Crothers. Why? He went all that way to die. But for let, what? Let me tell you what made no sense and kind of just pissed me off. So Tyrion goes looking because he has to see has what to happened see to Jamie. Yes. How is how is Jamie's hand and his body and Cersei's body at the top of the pile if they died from rubble? From rubble falling on them. How? how? They died from six, six seven bricks. And They're they, at the top. <laughs> they just got hit in the head one time. Come on, one man. good time. Stupid. That was just bad. Poorly written. I, I mean, just it's just like they just it was lazy. This. It was it lazy. Was, I feel writing. like the whole last season they just phoned it in. The first two episodes, I have to say, were good. And that third episode, the battle was good. It was good. It was good. But after that, when they had all of the Dothraki ride into the mist and all die, and then there were more Dothraki. Where the hell did they come from? Where did they come from? It's like, y'all killed them all. Like an entire army. 
army. An entire fresh army of Dothraki. Well, where did they come from? Right. Because y'all killed them all and let them die first. I couldn't. And why did they have to die first? And as smart as Danny had become, why would she, does she forget about the Greyjoy army? Right. You know what I mean? Why is she just riding with the with the, with the the dragons Within shot, out in the open? In the open to let her dragons get killed. It's like she was so reckless with right. the dragons. Why have them if you're that reckless with them to fly low and not incinerate that whole fleet before they shot your dragons down? Right. They ruined that show. They went two episodes good in the final season and went all downhill. That's a, that's all we got to say. All right, we got to move on. All right, well, we got to stop here. We're so angry. I know. We got to, we, let's drink some. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry now. Joanne, you know what? A lot of women don't want to talk about this, but we need to talk about this. Yes. Feminine hygiene care. Absolutely. Products, right? Yeah. I was just bloated last week. Girl, let me <laughs> tell you, because so many of the products, and a lot of women don't know this, use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including, including rayon, polyester. Who wants that up inside them? And, of course, we're talking about your pads, your liners, your all-natural cleansing wipes. Just keep it real, ladies. Yeah, you got to have it. and all kinds of things. Absolutely. And the FDA, and this is, you know, my little nerd point here, the FDA actually doesn't require brands to even tell you really the full list of ingredients. Yeah. So you can be using these feminine care products. Most of them, some do, but most of them don't. Right. So we were so excited to discover Lola. Yes. Lola actually gives you, like, the complete truth, complete transparency, so you know what's in their tampons, their pads, their liners, et cetera. Yeah, their products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, which is huge. No added fragrances, synthetics, or dyes, which can really... Um, interact with negatively yep. you know your body chemistry that has happened with me i had definitely some reactions not knowing the materials that right. were in the products that i was using and how would you know and the other thing yeah. that's annoying of course is standing in line you know my least favorite thing is standing in line when people start saying following guests it's next guest so not to have to go to the drugstore <laughs> at all and deal with the following guest people's beautiful so i love the fact that it's a subscription and it's customizable so you can pick what you need your mix of products your mix of absorbencies the number of boxes the frequency you make it like very customizable so it's just for you right so listen we got a special offer for you for 40 percent off all subscriptions visit mylola.com that's yes. m-y-l-o-l-a.com enter the promo code read this mm-hmm for 40% off we when love you a discount. subscribe. We love a discount, and we love the fact that it's natural and that it's positive for you and good for your body. And it'll come to your door, so you don't have to go and stand in line Following with guests. boxes of this and that. You don't have to send your husband or boyfriend to the store to pick up this and that. You got it for yourself. You know they love that. I love this. Easy is good, and uh, 40% off is better, and having natural products that are good for you, even best. Oh, we love that. Win-win. Go, Lola. Yes. Jackie Reed, I can never figure out what to wear. I need a solution. Give me a solution. Well, here's the thing. I kind of have the whole thing of figuring out what to wear on dress uh, on yes. air figured out, right? The yes. dressy dresses. Mm-hmm. But it's my more casual life, nighttime, date night. That's when I need to figure out what I want to wear. And hello, Mod Cloth. Oh, yes. Love Mod Cloth. Wonderful designs, wonderful items that you can wear day to day and get you through your day. And how do you figure and out night. the fit? How do you figure out the fit? You go online. You go online, and I'm telling you, I went on their website, and I browsed through all these cute things, and I'm like, okay, I like this. I'm getting that. I'm getting this. I'm getting that. It's wonderful. I want to get everything because the clothes are so cute, and the fit is just perfect. Now, the best thing about this idea is, of course, a savings. Now, we need to get a savings. How do we save a coin? Okay, to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, Mm -hmm. go to Modcloth. 
modoclotth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com. Mm-hmm. Enter the promo code READ THIS. Yes. Um, and the offer is the offer is valid for one time use only and it expires on June 9th. Oh, so you don't have a lot of time. So get to it. Get to it and get your savings and get your cute on. Yeah. So to get 15% off purchase of, of your purchase of $100 or more, go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter the promo code READ THIS. And be cute. Get yourself some clothes. Bye. Bye. Miss Jackie, when is the last time, okay, that you ate a breakfast that didn't involve 1,400 Jackie Reed ingredients that you felt good about? This morning, let me tell you what I did. Okay, let me hear it. I opened up from my freezer. I pulled out a cup, and I ripped open the lid, and it had all these ingredients in Mm -hmm. it. It was Daily Harvest. They have all these ingredients. All you have to add is, like, your liquid, coconut water, coconut milk, almond milk, whatever you want. Put it in the blender, mix it up, and you have a smoothie. Okay. It was delicious. Okay, I need to know how much time it takes because uh, because I don't have time. It took no time because everything, usually because I make a smoothie every morning, Mm -hmm. I'm cutting up strawberries. I'm... You know, finding blueberries. I'm chopping up spinach. I'm doing, you know, peeling garlic. I'm pulling all these things together because I like a lot of different ingredients. I'm, yep. I'm opening up an avocado. You're doing I'm too peeling much. a banana. A banana. <laughs> right. I put, a, you know, I'm putting in, in, um, you know, protein powder. You know, all this stuff. Yeah. This one had raspberries, bananas, chia seeds. There were so many healthy ingredients and. Once I blended it and put my straw in and got to sipping, yes. it was delicious. Fab, you lust. Okay, we need to know how to get this. It's Daily Harvest. Where do I get it? So daily-harvest.com. Mm-hmm. Enter the promo code Read This to get three cups free so you can try it out in your first box. That's promo code Read This for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com daily-harvest.com. And it's not just morning smoothies. You can do um, grain bowls Mm. and so many different other things. And they're delicious and quick and easy and healthy. We love this. We love it. Get one. Do it. So, Joanne, joining us in the studio today is one of my favorite actors. He comes on our show, New York Live, all the time. And... I see him at Knicks games. Everyone says, oh, we fun to see each other at a Knicks game. So he's, no, but wait, you're a Miami Heat fan, right? Good memory. Right. Because see? she hooked me up with some gear. Gave oh. some gear. Um, yes, I did. She like got you the and inside. my kids. Well, they were when we lived down there. But okay. I gotta I gotta put this caveat because I do go to Knicks games. I do live in New York. Uh I do root for the Knicks as long as they're not playing the Heat. Oh. Ah. And I stopped myself from going to Knicks Heat games in New York. You did. Yeah, well, you so. haven't introduced him I was yet. Just Y'all just, about just having oh. a conversation. <laughs> that, that fabulous Everybody's voice. Like, well, who's that? He has such a rich voice. Beautiful. Though, right? Yeah. Wonderful voice. Trying to book a Can you record my Amir voice message? Amir Arison, <laughs> you know him as Aram on uh, NBC's The Blacklist. The Blacklist. And uh, he has been on there for what? Has it been seven seasons? Uh, we're going into the seven seasons. You're going into wow. the, so we just finished six. the six. That's correct. Seven seasons in already? Oh yeah, this show. Let wow. me tell you, it has That's so many twists and turns. I cannot, I cannot. Um, but welcome to read welcome. this, read that. I'm happy to be here. Yay! I Enjoy know. the wine. I've, I, this, it's actually a perfect time for wine. I just have to caveat where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Where are you coming from? <laughs> where are you coming from? You've met Raina. Yes. The rescue, yes. our dog. She was on for Clear the Shelters. I know. And she, uh, we had to take her for some vaccinations this morning. Oh. And uh, Did you include measles? Because uh, apparently up. measles is a thing. For dogs? For dogs? In New York. I read up. I, what? I have, Maybe not for dogs. I'm just kidding. Get, 
Please. You shouldn't kid about measles. It's you really should serious. not. It's a serious thing. It and is. if I have to take my dogs in for measles, you're freaking me out. Yeah, you're freaking me out, too. <laughs> I'm like a dog I'm a- mom. I'm like my vet. No, when you say vaccinations, I just think measles because there's a lot. You know, there's a record measles outbreak right There now. is. She, it's come back. But I think in, in, in Not humans. for dogs. Oh, okay. And, and kids, she actually owns checking. animals, which concerns me. But go yeah, on. The good. Bordetella and Leptospira vaccines. Yes. I have to do okay. the Bordetella once every six months. Leptospira for all your dog owners out there once a year. You have to do that like again? One, you have to do them once a year and one every six months. Okay. Uh, I mean, these are Joy. you don't have to, but if okay. there's any, uh, uh, if you could be, if they can be exposed to that, it, it's recommended. I'm yeah. starting on such a serious note, but anyway, no. just want to get this out so yeah. I can like okay. therapy yeah. by talking. Yes, yes. I, uh, we're here for you. I uh, she had her Wine vaccines therapy. this morning, you yes. know, and it's very hard to watch your dog get a needle and you're trying. They're holding them and you're trying to like a handful of treats that I she's like know. eating. Distract and, them, right? And that little yelp, it just, it's hard. I it's know. really, and anyway, so. We did that, and then we took her to the dog store, and we got her a new toy. You guys are the weirdest, that. weirdest <laughs> no, humans. No, no, I don't. I maybe I don't amazing. understand this level of love for she doesn't, pets. She doesn't love animals. I mean, that's I have pets. Oh, next time, I'm bringing Raina. Change that. <laughs> Thank you, and you will be that. back. Bring Raina. I'll bring. I'll bring Turbo. They can play together. Who's Turbo? My dog. What's your cat's name? Isis, Mr. Isis. I can't. Because we thought it was I'm a girl. I'm surprised you knew. Ignore her. She's not an animal lover. But Isis is a pretty name, but it took on a different connotation in the last couple of years. So <laughs> d- I've had to explain that many times. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And his you? name is Miss. Yeah, because I remember just casually going on TV and saying my cat's name was Isis. People were like, oh. oh. I was like, no, I named the cat before. And people are looking for a reason for, to come for you. And anyway. it's also ISIL, technically, the terrorist group, not Isis. People are being, it's Levant, not Syria. <laughs> Ask Barack Obama. Okay, oh, wow. my goodness. Wow. wow. It's ISIL. Yes. That's right. He always said ISIL. It's ISIL. Yes. My cat's um, name is not ISIL, so I think I'm fine. uh, It's uh, Persia, not Iran. Depends who you talk to. Hello. Hello. And it's Iran, not Iran. Yes. And I want to thank you. <laughs> so the uh, baby is fine, though. Well, well, I, okay. I'm uh, long story short. I'm going to take the whole podcast with uh, Raina. No, <laughs> no. Uh, so she was fine. She was good. Then we got some brunch, and she had some water. The dog and, got brunch. Well, she had a little bit of our brunch. Yes. Uh, they have restaurants where you can take your dog with. You guys are she so weird. Outside, Please stop interrupting him. Okay. And <laughs> so she was good, and then we went home, and. Uh, she kind of went into her crate, uh-huh. and she usually follows me around, and she chills on the bed, and uh-huh. she was kind of hiding out in the crowd. I know it's been a long day. She had blood drawn and everything, and she didn't. She normally, when I leave the house, she just looks at the door, and I give her some treats, and she didn't do that. Oh. So I like went back in, and I checked on her, and you know the area where she had her, she like yelped a little bit when yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I remember that happened. But she was really lethargic and not herself, and didn't come out for treats. And I'm I'm not kidding. I came this close to canceling. I came this close Jackie to Jackie would have understood that I for that reason. You, if it's I, ever a pet situation, I'll be like, oh. I you get it. I mean, I did. She would have been like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> fair. Rude. Fair, but fair. Rude. If anything happened to ISIS. <laughs> if anything happened to ISIS. She would step over that cat. <laughs> she would be like, listen, I got a nail appointment. <laughs> you going to be all right. You an animal. You, you got fur. You warm, right? She'd be like, rest in peace. <laughs> You're fine. But on, on the train right here. I did an insane amount of research. And? These are somewhat normal minor reactions, but there are bigger reactions to look for. I called my super. Yeah. Who promised to go check on her every 20 minutes. Wow. This is And I waited outside, and he checked on her. He said her tail wagged, but she didn't come out of the crate. And I was like, her tail wagged. 
while I was waiting in the lobby, I called the vet. I talked them through it. They told me the things to look out for for tonight, so I feel you better. So you are made for each vet. other. Yeah. You really are. Listen, this is why we're so cool. Because we get each other. It's like, it makes sense. You love your pets. Listen, if you're not going to love your pet, don't get one. Correct. If you're not going to love it and spoil it and take care of it, don't get one. Agree. They're not earrings. They're not shoes. Agree. That you just get. They're not props. They're not props. They're not proper you have to be tea. there. You have to be there for them just as much as they're there for you. Thank you. You have to. It's therapeutic to have pets. They're un- it's unconditional love that you get on a regular basis from them if you like them. They probably don't come near you. <laughs> your your my pets kids. are like, That's oh, my kids hi, she's coming, she's coming. <laughs> I'm not still my feet up. The they dog and the cat have band together just to, <laughs> just to survive, Joanne. But Amir. Anyway. Yeah. Moving let's on. talk. Let's That's lovely that you're. But this so is good. Sweet a perfect uh, glass of wine and then here. You need a glass yes. of wine, and then we'll get you out of here. And we want an update. We do have to have an update so we can report next okay. week to our listeners that actually love but animals she's okay. and what's going on with Rain. I told you I had an Impossible Burger today. I'm Whatever. learning. I, I love Impossible it. Burgers. Right? They're delicious. They are I'm the trying new to thing. turn quite tasty. I'm working vegan. on vegan. She's trying. Vegan is full on. It's really intense. Do it in steps. Like yeah. go pescatarian, then yeah. go vegetarian. See, I'm sort of pescatarian at this point. For it. Yeah. She had sheep earlier today <laughs> girl bye talk about the show let's talk about the blacklist <laughs> I, I do want to talk about the blacklist because folks love your character and this season was pretty amazing for your character oh, it was insane not yeah. i mean you've been getting outside of you know because you started our, off as like this computer tech right mm-hmm. but then you started to get more out in the field and be like true bold agent and mm-hmm. this season you just had this whole dark arc what do you know about next season it's funny you say that. Actually, one of our sort of co-producer, sort of like main writers who was on the show season, um, I want to say two, three, and uh, I want to say two, three, and four, went and did his own show uh, for seasons five and six, but now is coming back. Mm. And I'm so excited. He's a tremendous writer. Uh, shout out to Daniel Cerrone. And he wrote me in uh, an unprompted email being like, I'm just catching up on five and six and I can't get over right. uh, what's what's been going on with the ROM. I cried a few times. Right. And um, and he's like, I, I don't even know what's where you're, where a ROM can go from here. Yeah. Like, I don't know what a ROM is like post Samar. Yeah. Not giving away any spoilers if you've seen uh, season. Well, you don't know what that means. You can you, pause it at this point if yeah. you think there's a spoiler. I'll yeah, there's listening. for God's sake. <laughs> there is. Well, I want to ask you this question just because yeah. uh, about the business a little bit of mm-hmm. because as a man of color, like one mm-hmm. of the things that we talk about this a lot in terms of the shows that we love mm-hmm. and the disconnect between the writers' room. Sometimes we were just talking a little bit about Game of Thrones, maybe complaining un poquito. Yeah, um, <laughs> that sometimes the writers' rooms are not reflective of people of color, and yet they're writing for characters of color. It's a great, it's a great point, and. Uh, Here's where I love our writers. I'm just I'm just thinking, I'm just looking at the faces of the writers right now. And it's true, we do have predominantly white writers. There's a very good amount of females. I don't know if that's correct English. Uh, there was one, he's a great friend of mine. He now is a showrunner on LA's Finest, uh, Brandon Sonye. Shout out him and Brandon Margolis and Brandon Sonye, are writing partners. Uh, he uh, is African-American. It's so Now that you're pointing this out, I'm starting to get... Concerned, now you're but, yeah, but, <laughs> right. but I was like, hey, but here's what I here's where I want here's where I, they are tremendous and led by our show creator John Bokenkamp. Whenever Mojan, Hisham, myself, mm-hmm. or Harry, so the quote unquote sort of yeah. uh, minorities, on the, the MOC, show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the POC, um, and that's a lot of characters yeah. of, of you know that's four principal characters yeah. who are all. 
positive role models yeah. Yeah. In, in many way uh, in many ways if any one of us calls to address a sensitive issue or make sure that this is they take the call and they immediately implement and they take all our input they are so oh wow we yeah. tell us how to improve this oh wow how to, they That's are important. so uh, 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 i'll give you um uh well i don't want uh, <laughs> to no spoilers I wanna, no i just um there, I can think of a number of episodes. I won't go into details where uh, so much. So he's been so receptive to like sort of the nuances of Middle Eastern portrayals and yeah. stuff. So much so that I've seen sort of sort of small articles that are written about portrayals of people of color and Middle mm-hmm. Easterners uh, actually compliment the blacklist on its progressive nice. interpretations. And I showed that to him, and he was like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. And I know that that is because he is so collaborative. Yeah, and, and that's important so. now because I yeah. feel like this has been one of those periods in American history where people of color, but particularly people who are of Middle Eastern or East Asian origin, are, like, constantly targeted. And also because of Americans' lack of clarity on who is what. Mm. You know, I mean, I have friends who are Indian American who get mistaken or told mm-hmm. they're told they're Muslim. They get treated the same way. People mm-hmm. are Sikhs get treated as well. And so there is a lot of Islamophobia that ends up washing over all the brown folks. And mm-hmm. the media can feed that in yes. the way that characters are portrayed in storylines. So yes. it is wonderful that the writing staff is that sensitive mm-hmm. yeah. um, when it's it key. comes to that. But it would be even nicer if there was more diversity in the writer's room, not just with the blacklist, no, but in Hollywood in general. shows. Yes. You know, and, and not even shows that are dealing with, you know, uh, particular content that deals with people of color, but just content in general. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody can lend something to, to storytelling. Yeah. And you you're know a role I mean? model for young, you know, brown people. So it's awesome that. I'm just like so happy He's to be here. That you guys Wait, are, I want, are I want to turn this. to yeah. a little bit. I want to ask you about your documentary. You have a documentary coming up called Tati. Tell us about it. Yeah, that is the working title right okay. now. That's a Tati, the documentary, and um, you can you can call it Jackie and Joanne if you want. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Jackie, Joanne, the reads, <laughs> the, the reads, read up all about it. Yeah. There really is no relation, right? <laughs> well, we're play no, cousins. we're play cousins. That's really kind we're, of we're technically not. And that you're both Lord. on NBC and yeah, yeah. we claim yeah. each other. You we do. Yeah, we family. Um, it's like we're family. <laughs> um, so Tati, the documentary, uh, Jackie knows a bit about this, uh, is, uh, okay, so I'll try to, I tell. I talk too much. So stop is, me. Pa- this is your passion project. You have a great voice. You can talk as much as you want. I know. Thank you. It's su- I don't know. I <laughs> now he, he went into quiet storms. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Turned into Donnie Simpson <laughs> just <laughs> like that. Mercedes. <laughs> call me. You know. Sell your and we're giggling like schoolgirls. Okay, you know, I'm going to flip him? it. What is I'm going to flip I never do this, but this is podcast and it's voice. Uh, yes. I'm actually also from when I was 23, I went on a national tour of Scooby-Doo. I'm also a Warner Brother approved Scooby-Doo true. voice. Come stop. On, do no, it. Yes, stop. Do it, Just because do it. I have a mic. Yes, he do is. Do it. Um, Prove it. Uh, uh. What? <laughs> oh my God. I just died. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Read and read. So Warner Brothers, if you're listening, yes, let's go. That's awesome. No. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a couple of guys that have that locked down, and I'm just like waiting. Is for that a contract you have to sign that you can no. be approved? Yeah. What well, does that mean? This, uh, this is I. I swore I would never do that again, but you guys. <laughs> and uh, you did it. It's the wine. It's the wine. It is the wine. Um. Uh, they uh, so that was a national tour that they did. 
to promote the first uh, live action movie. Mm -hmm. And so it's just such a protected brand and such a protected sort of entity that they needed to make sure anyone that speaks that voice in any public or official place that it is approved. So even for the tour, they got uh, young young theater actors to make sure that they could do it. Wow. And when did you know that you could do Scooby-Doo? Oh, I was just a young actor trying to get a job. Yeah. And so when I saw the casting for this, I like loved the cartoon and I just watched it and tried to mimic it. Like I do, like, yeah, I just tried. like sometimes no, you I, mim- I do mimic. <laughs> I'm a mimic a little bit. Like I didn't go like I went I came from theater, but like I you know, I come from improv and and sort of the comedy world, but I kind of came in through theater and ended up doing a lot a lot of drama. But I do. I am a bit of a mimic, and yeah. I, accents is something that I, you know, I never could sing, so I never landed in musicals. But, yeah, that's but, awesome. But I, 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 I did that. Went on the audition, and they were like, it, and there it you worked, go. It worked. They're out. like, you know, you wow. are Scooby Doo. That's funny. But it what is. was the original question? We, it was Tati. about Tati. We wanted to oh, the dog. How did I get to Scooby? I have no, <laughs> but I'm idea. so glad that you yes. did. Um, <laughs> yes. And by the way, I watched Scooby in a new way now owning a dog. Yeah, I'm See? sure. And Scooby's a Great Dane. Yes, he is huge. He's huge. massive. Huge dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So and he can talk, which is so weird. I know. Well, he has his own. Oh, really? Language. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will never watch Scooby Doo. Uh, oh wait, ever. I'm gonna ask you a question, but you might not be old enough to know this. Goofy and Pluto. Mm-hmm. Explain why is one a proper dog and the other one can speak? Why are you asking him that? He's the Scooby Doo expert. Pluto. Because if you think about dogs, Goofy and Pluto. all these are dogs, but they all have such different levels of skill. But it's different entities. It's not all the same project. They're not I know, all but on I'm the just same saying. show. I'm mixing them. Is so one's a dog and one's not? Because one is a pet. Pluto, I think, is Mickey uh, Mouse's pet. We need to talk to that writer's room. Somebody need to talk to that writer's room. We need to talk to that writer's room. They don't have a canine in that writer's room. Well, Jerry on Tom and Jerry can't talk, but on Pinky and the Brain, the mouse on that can actually talk. That's true. Let's get back to over the world. What about Simpsons? Not the Simpsons. Family Guy. I love it. And that baby. That baby evil, though. But the dog on there can have conversation. He's trying to date Lois. He's macking on Lois. Every time Lois turns around, He's like, hi, Lois. You're like, what? You're a dog. And then he goes out on a date with a real woman. It's like, what is happening? But we're talking about Tati. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. On the blacklist, uh, script supervisor from season, okay, now I'm forgetting, season two or season three, Stephanie Angel, amazing girl. We became friends while she was script supervising that season and then has come back and sort of day played with us. She has a company called Angel Light Films, which she started in honor of her younger sister who passed away of cancer when she was young. And one thing that she observed in the hospital uh, that distracted her sister from her illness and treatment was playing dress up and playing characters. And then they would make little, little videos. And Stephanie would sort of direct and produce them and film her and her baby sister would dress up and so forth. And it was kind of like the sort of one of the things that brought her sister joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, her sister passed. And in Stephanie kind of went into the world of filmmaking and realized that she could combine those twos and started Angel Light, kind of a miraculous name. Mm-hmm. They're the angels. Uh, and Stephanie and her family really are angels. And they, uh, she started this organization that, uh, for, to work specifically with kids between the ages of 5 and 18 uh, that have had very specifically that have or have had or have a brain or spinal cord tumor to make their own short film. And she has like a whole worksheet, a whole process where you come, where, uh, you know, they don't know how, you know, you can be working with a six-year-old. They don't know how to right. make a film. So you're like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite sound? Yeah. Who's your favorite actor? What do you like to do? When you're... So you kind of help them formulate and then you kind of sort of sort of navigate into a, would you be interested in, you know, do you want to be a king in a castle? Do you want to 
make a music video. What's your favorite? Like, and then they start to kind of take the reins and learn, and they start. Oh, I want to do it this way, or let's do that, and so forth. So she she had directed uh, eleven, produced, directed, done it all on herself, and she you know she has a a young family now and is just so busy, and she really wanted to expand the company, so. She hired another director for the for the last one, and then she wanted to bring me on, asked me if I'd be interested because I have been directing when I can, uh, when I'm not on the blacklist, and uh, and so I said yes, absolutely. And then in the process of her hiring me uh, for that to work with Tati, I learned that all of the previous kids that had worked on it, they had finished treatment, but all the previous kids that had worked on it, their health improved after. Oh, wow. Their blood counts went up. Their immunity mm. got better. And I was like, well, I'm a huge proponent of, like, the power of art to heal. Mm-hmm. Not to sound yeah. cheesy or cliche, yeah, but, no, like, no. Um, art's access and what it can do. What it did for me is immeasurable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, here is an example of it. Not just the power to heal, whatever, spiritually, emotionally, literally. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, there's no cure for cancer, but art therapy certainly doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah. So well, then, I, then I find out that our girl is still in treatment. She's mid-chemo. She had a medulloblastoma removed uh, from her brain, which was the same cancer her, her Stephanie's wow. baby sister had. Mm. And she was mid-chemo. She was in her third round when we met her. And I was like, as soon as I saw her picture, I just like fell in love with this kid. And I was She's like, adorable. I called her and I was like, I want to make a documentary, Stephanie, too. Mm. I was like, well, if we're going in doing this angelite process, why don't we just film the whole thing if they're cool? And then, and then I also want to track her health. Oh, and wow. see the correlation of health yeah. and spirit yeah. uh, with the process of, you know, creating a, uh, her own short film. So so I told Stephanie, I was like, so I want to direct and produce two films at the same time. And you're right. going to do – and I just ex- <laughs> expounded our work times a thousand. Yeah. Right. And, that's cool. um, and, yeah, so that's what we've been doing for the past eight months. Update. She finished all her chemo. We shot her short film. We just had a tiny screening for it. Uh, she's riding her bike. Her hair is growing back. Her Aww. immunity is going up. She's done with chemo, barring no sort of setbacks. Currently, she is cancer-free. Wow. Wow. And I'm I'm hoping to move towards, I don't knock on what I never, Murphy's Law, I don't want right. to say anything, yeah. but uh, to me, the conception of the end of the documentary is her returning to school that's and her mom, so and her mom cool. returning to work. So that's, that's, that's cool. what I'm looking, you know, it always yeah. goes a lot of different directions, sure. but that is, uh, but yeah. That's I love awesome. that. Well, Amir, we are unfortunately no. out of time. We're going to get no. kicked out of the studio. <laughs> no. We are going to be evicted. I spent too much time talking about that. I want to talk no, about that. No, not you. Else. I blame Chris Hayes. He's probably in here next. <laughs> Waiting in the wings. <laughs> Waiting in the hallway. But you have to come back. Please yes. do. For sure. You're welcome anytime. Just come back and play. You don't even oh have to have God, anything I'm to talk about. about. Just dog come back. Dog vaccinations. Feed you drinks, yes. It, listen, we have wine. Why not? Yeah. I'm back. Yes, anytime. we love it. Anytime. 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 We Thank love it. And you. you're in New York anyway, so come and play. Perfect. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. I know. Why did I I'm do that? done. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, Miss Jackie Reed. This has been so much fun. I'm glad I'm healthy again. Me too. Thank you for coming with me to the infirmary. You better watch it. Listen, we're getting kicked out of the studio, so we can't say where you can watch us. Just say goodbye. Read this. Read that. Leave off the last tea for savings on Twitter. We love you. Bye. Bye. I never thought I would leave you